Welcome to the Invest Smarter Podcast, where you'll learn about the power of building wealth through real estate and how you can achieve financial freedom through multifamily investing. Keep in mind, if you're interested in learning more about investing in multifamily real estate, head over to our website, sastexascapital.com, and take advantage of our free report on why multifamily investing just makes sense. Now, here's our host, Simon Castillo. Hey, welcome back, everyone, to another Friday Look Back episode of the Invest Smarter Podcast. I'm your host, Simon Castillo, and this is my opportunity to provide you with my best insights and advice into the world of real estate investing, business, and entrepreneurship. So as we get into today's show, as always, let me just uh, take care of a little bit of housekeeping and remind you to uh, please go to our website, sastexascapital.com. You can sign up for our free newsletter and download special reports on multifamily investing and why they make sense. That will get you uh, put onto our email list and provide you with updates, uh, advice, and also notify you when we have live investment opportunities um, and also allow you to schedule a call uh, directly with me if you'd like to discuss uh, how these potential investment opportunities may fit within your uh, financial plan and your financial goals. So please head over to our website, sastexascapital.com uh, and put yourself on the uh, newsletter list or download uh, any of our free resources. So I'm always, I'm always pleasantly surprised by the number of people I run into uh, that uh, have invested uh, in one of our properties and one of our deals and they come back to me and, and, and they want to know more they want to learn more uh, about perhaps at some point becoming a general partner um, and being an active uh, real estate investor in multifamily. And, you know, I always tell them it's not easy. Um, it's not easy to be a, it's not easy to be a general partner. It's not easy to be an operator. Uh, it, it can be a lot of work, uh, but it's, it's always doable. And I, I definitely encourage people if they're serious to, to continue to, to move forward with their education and continue to learn. And one of the skills that you, you'll need to have as a real estate investor, and this may be whether you want to be a general partner or operator in multifamily, or even if you just wanna to continue to uh, buy single family houses, if that's the, the, the route that you choose to go into, uh, whatever the case is, but uh, raising capital, uh, raising you know private money is, is a skill that you will have to master at some point as a real estate investor. And I can already, I can already see a lot of you out there um, that are probably uncomfortable asking for money, and that's actually excellent. Great, uh, you should be uncomfortable asking for money because that is a huge responsibility. And those of you that have had uh, conversations with me in person know how much of a uh, how much of a value that I place on the trust that people have, you know, with us with their capital. It's a huge responsibility. But I also uh, say that I've never asked anyone uh, for money. Uh, and instead, what I'll do is I offer people the opportunity to collaborate uh, with me on a project. And uh, it's a subtle difference, but I think for a lot of people, it will feel a lot better when you approach someone, you approach a potential investor and you offer them the opportunity to collaborate on a project versus simply asking them for money. 
So on today's episode, I'll talk a little bit more about uh, later on about what the five uh, principles I believe uh, are necessary to raise money. Um, but first, I'll talk a little bit about what, what needs to be present uh, in order for you to raise capital. So the first thing is really that has to be present is you have to be knowledgeable as a real estate investor. And it's not enough to take a course. It's not enough to look to Google for answers. Uh, you have to have the knowledge. It's just one of those things that you, that you have to have. The other thing is you have to have the mindset. Um, and it's more than just you know, running into uh, life coaches that will teach you mindset, uh, but you have to have the emotional fortitude uh, to be able to deal with things when things get tough. And you have to be able to understand how to solve problems and really just, you know, when you're raising capital, uh, you have to learn to deal with rejection because, you know, more people than, than not will, will tell you no, and, and that's okay. Uh, like I mentioned at the very beginning, you're offering people an opportunity to collaborate, and it'll be great for some people and won't be great for others, and, and that's fine. And then the last thing that you need is you have to be in the right environment. And what I mean by that, if you take, take an example of world-class Olympic athletes, they hang out with other world-class Olympic athletes. They train with other world-class Olympic athletes. So when you want to raise capital as a real estate investor, you have to put yourself into the right environment. Look around you and look at the relationships that you have. Are you in those right relationships? If you're not, then you have to get to work in order to establish those relationships. Put yourself in the right rooms uh, with other people who share the same uh, desire that you do to raise capital and be a real estate investor. And maybe there are a few steps ahead of you uh, so you can continue to, to learn and develop by being in that room with those people. So congratulations for those of you. You're, you're on the right track by listening to this podcast. That's putting you on the right track uh, to being in the right environment. So we're here to talk about how to raise money. And I can tell you from, from my personal firsthand experience, it is way easier to raise uh, money to buy existing business or businesses that have a proven track record than it, than it is to raise money for an, an idea. And many times as a capital raiser for real estate projects, you're raising money for an idea and you're trying to convey that idea to investors um, in a way that they can see the benefits and they can share in your vision for that particular project. So there's five principles and when we raise money and you really have to have all five in play uh, if you can get all five principles in play, it makes raising capital uh, much easier than if you have one or two of these principles, uh, you know, not uh, not present. So I'll I'll touch on the five quickly, and then I'll go back and 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 give a little more detail about about these five principles. Uh, the principles are: uh, you have to have a relationship, you have to have trust, you need to have a track record. You have to have a compelling opportunity. And then you have to have alignment for the money and the goals of the project. So let's go back and let's talk about these in just a little bit more detail. Um, so the first thing is you have to have a relationship. So many of you have probably heard me uh, talk about in the past about the importance of networking. So many of us have likely attended a networking event at some point. And we probably all have run into that individual who's 
running around the room trying to collect as many business cards as possible, right? So imagine that person that's going around and collecting those business cards. Is that really networking? Because I don't feel like they're really establishing any kind of a relationship with the people that they're meeting. And for me, um, attending networking events, it's all about establishing those relationships. Not to mention, if you're one of the people that you hand them your business card, uh, I mean, you almost feel like you're being used, right, for, for their own purposes. And no one likes to feel like they're being used. And if you have money, your guard goes up automatically because, you know, people only want to build a relationship with you because you have money. So building a, a relationship it, it, it's really about having a genuine relationship that follows a natural progression. So if you think about it in terms of a romantic relationship, you know, when two people may eye each other from across the room, maybe they go out for coffee, then they go on a date. There's many steps along the way. Then at some point they might get together, get married, start a family. But if you jump even a couple of steps in that progression, it goes from a natural relationship to creepy in a heartbeat. So work on establishing those genuine relationships, and then that will take us to the next principle, and that's trust. Genuine relationships then will grow into trust, and when trust exists, decisions happen quickly. And when trust is missing, well, decisions don't happen at all. When there's no trust, uh, as, as an investor, they may need another three weeks to complete their due diligence. And if you're dealing with a, a large investor, institutional investor, uh, they have a process to follow. And that's, you know, and that's natural. It's going to happen every time. But if you, when you can make a single phone call and get you know, several thousand dollars into an account by the end of the week, then trust is there. And when trust is there, decisions can happen quickly. So the third principle, which is a track record, also relates back to trust. Show me that you know how to be successful. That's what having a track record is. Show me that you know how to recover when things get difficult. And over the last seven, eight years, um, operators in, in, in the multifamily space, you know, investors in real estate have had it fairly easy in terms of being able to operate and make money with real estate. It's just been a very, uh, it's been a market that's been very accommodating but we are in a different market now. And I, I would venture to say that operators and real estate investors that make it through the current market environment that we're in now will only enhance their ability to, uh, to really show a strong track record um, you know, in the next two to three years, because this is not an easy market to navigate. But when you can show that you have that track record you, you will be able to then raise money even easier. But it is a little bit of a circular argument, you know, the chicken or the egg. How am I going to raise money if I don't have the track record? How can I get the track record if I can't raise the money? And you, it seems like you're stuck. But the thing to remember is that when you can collaborate with a partner, it's almost like you're cheating. Um, and it's not like in school, you know, when you could cheat on the test. Real estate is a team sport. So if you don't have that track record, go find someone that has the track record and align yourself with them. That's something that's helped me tremendously in my career and especially as a real estate investor. Don't let your ego get in the way uh, of that. Go work with someone that has a track record, borrow their credibility. And it doesn't have to be for a decade. 
or for a long period of time. But once you can establish some of your own credibility after you've partnered with someone, that will go a long way towards establishing your track record and it, you will have then earned it legitimately. Next is you have to have a compelling opportunity. So I think this is a mistake that a lot of people make when they're trying to raise capital is they jump to this principle uh, first. So they, so they think they have a compelling opportunity. They think, man, I've got a deal. Uh, they'll, they'll start to approach their network. Hey, I've got a deal for you, but it's never about the deal. You have to have the rest of the principles in place. But if you do have the rest of the principles in place, then yes, a compelling opportunity then is the next thing that you have to have. So a compelling opportunity though, I realize that can be a little bit of, you know, well, it's in the eye of the beholder because what one investor may think is a, a fantastic opportunity, someone else may, may look at it and, and pass and, that, and that's okay. You know, what, what's compelling to one investor uh, may not be compelling to, to someone else. You know, for, for one investor, they may look only at their returns. Other investors may, uh, may dig deeper past the returns and really study your business plan for what you plan to do with that project. And that may be uh, what's more interesting to them. And they may, they may sacrifice some of the returns by understanding, you know, how sound is your business plan? How many times have you done that, uh, that type of particular project? So every investor has their own criteria. So you may, you may find an opportunity for 100 plus units a uh, multifamily complex that is uh, that you've underwritten uh, and think that you can provide re annual returns of 18%, you know, cash flow of 7%, and you may present that to your network. And uh, you may, it may be an absolutely compelling opportunity for some of your investors. And for others, it won't be a fit. They don't do multifamily, no problem. You never want to get involved in a conversation with an investor where there's any part of it that feels forced ever. Um, it should be a natural fit. And if that natural fit doesn't exist, then don't take the money. It's not going to work. Real estate investments are a long-term play, five years at a minimum in most cases. And that's a long time to be partnered with someone uh, that's not a natural fit from the very beginning. And that's what gets us into then the very last principle. And that's alignment. Um, I liken alignment uh, to a pair of shoes. And uh, I, I kind of love this analogy because you can find a beautiful pair of shoes and you're, you're lucky um, they're on sale. So, so you uh, definitely want to buy them, but when you try them on and they don't fit, well, you can't be a buyer at that point. doesn't matter how beautiful they are. doesn't matter how much of a sale they're, they're on, how discounted they are. If the shoes don't fit, you cannot be a buyer. So when we talk about raising capital, about money, um, you know, people can can get a little bit weird about it, but it, it's exactly the same uh, idea behind it. When you have a compelling investment opportunity, you have to be able to align the investors' um, principles along with the project timeline, uh, because it, and they need to be exactly the same because everyone's money has an agenda and has goals associated with it. And if those goals don't match the goals for the project, it's not going to work. So what do we what do we what do we mean by alignment? Besides the analogy that I just gave you, but um, you know we, we're talking about the size of the investment. So how much money uh, do they want to put to work in a single deal? 
What's the term of that investment? How long is that money going to be locked up for? Do you need the money back in six months? Or are you happy parking it for 10 years? Those are very different. They're very different uh, timelines. What's the liquidity? Can I get my money out if I need it in an emergency? What are the rates of return? What are the tax consequences? What's the structure of the investment? What are the risks? Uh, what's the security on my investment? And so on and so on. And you have to have alignment on all of these different uh, terms and not just on some of them. Now, sometimes you may be dealing with investors that are not as sophisticated. And so it, they may be a little less clear about what it is they want. Uh, but you as a capital raiser have to go the extra mile and help them to really define and understand uh, their criteria and understand how it aligns with the project criteria. Now, the more sophisticated investors will, will have a much clearer idea about what their criteria are for their investments. And they will tell you, and they will give you a fast no, uh, which is ideally what you want because they will say no, it doesn't fit their model. Perfect. You won't be wasting their time and they're not wasting your time. The really the last thing as a capital raiser that you want is a long, slow, protracted no, where you've invested a lot of time uh, with a particular investor only to have them uh, back out of the deal or not not want to move forward with the deal. And a lot of times, if you do have if you do happen to go through a long, protracted process like that, um, you know you'll you'll feel bad about it. But uh, even worse is you'll make subsequent conversations with that individual about other projects. Uh, also become uh, painful because of the way that first conversation went. So if you get a fast no, that's okay. It, that's, actually, that's actually ideal. And you can come back to that investor that gave you the fast no, and you can let them know, okay, I understand your criteria now. And if I have something that I believe fits your criteria, are you open to seeing it? Chances are that they're going to say yes. Now, one of the things... One of the challenges as a, as a real estate investor and as someone who wants to raise capital that you're going to encounter right now is the uncertainty with the uh, current economic environment. And something that you know many investors want is certainty. And that's something that you just won't be able to give them. But we absolutely right now are living in uncertain times. So how do you, how do you get good at this? Well, you have to, you have to practice. Um, it's, it's not, you won't raise a huge amount of money your first time, but you have to continue to practice, have conversations with investors on a daily basis, communicate regularly with your network. It, this, you know, raising capital and being a real estate investor is all about processes. It's not just going out and hoping to raise money in the marketplace. You have to be systematized. And if you're going to be a capital raiser and a real estate investor at a high level, you want to become part of the right community. Going back to what I mentioned earlier, Olympic athletes train with Olympic athletes. Get into the right rooms with the right types of people. Join a syndication mentoring club, a community that gets you into the right environment. Maybe get a coach or a consultant, someone who can help you with that. Go out and attend events. Build genuine relationships like we talked about earlier. The key is to get around people that are doing this on a daily basis. So there we go. Um, the five principles that are involved in raising capital. And if you have all five, 
raising capital becomes much, much easier. If any one of these five principles is missing, it becomes that much harder. And just to reiterate those five principles, having relationships, building trust, having the right track record, having a compelling investment opportunity, and then having alignment for the money and the goals of the project. If you have any questions uh, about raising capital, about investing in real estate, anything like anything at all, feel free to reach out to me. My email directly is simon at sastexascapital.com. Uh, I'd be happy to have a discussion with you and uh, you know, talk to you about your goals and see if there's a way for us to align um, as potential uh, partners. Like I mentioned uh, during my uh, during this podcast, it's you have to be in the right room with the right people that are doing the things that you want to do. And I'm always happy to to have those conversations with with listeners and people within my network who are interested in building wealth through real estate. Um, so that's going to wrap up this episode of the Friday Look Back. Hopefully you found value in today's episode and you learned something. If you did, share the episode with a friend um, and please leave a five-star rating and, and a review. It goes a tremendous way in, in terms of helping the show grow and to continue to attract the types of guests that you as a listener want to and need to listen to. So thanks again for listening and we will talk again next week. Thanks again for listening to the Invest Smarter Podcast the show that educates you so that you can take control of your financial future. Be sure to rate the show five stars and leave us a review. Make sure that you're subscribed so that you automatically receive the newest edition of the podcast when it's released. So what'd you think? If you're interested in learning more about investing in multifamily real estate and taking control of your financial future, head over to our website, sastexascapital.com and take advantage of our free report on why multifamily investing just makes sense. And be sure to sign up for our mailing list to receive exclusive investment opportunities straight to your inbox. It's time to invest smarter. That's sastexascapital.com.